everyone. This is the Parks Academy, where we discuss and celebrate all things theme parks related. We focus mainly on Disney parks and resorts in both Anaheim and Orlando. My name is Paige. My name is Steven. And today we will be starting a mini series about the history of popular Disney snacks. What's funny about this is that we talked about doing this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we're talking about churros. And then we said we should do something about it. And now we're like doing something about it. So we sure are. Wow, you're like taking off your earrings. You're ready for this, huh? That's because my earrings are <clears throat> jingling and oh. I don't want those sounds to be on the show. I thought you wanted like nothing to. Nothing um, holding me back. Nothing holding you back. Nothing cumbersome. Just total freedom in this educational endeavor of snacks. Nope. These are just my earrings. I wore to work and they're a little bit too jingly for my liking. So we've done um, uh, our last. Um, our last series that we did was the artist spotlight series and this one i feel like we need to call it something um i think pod i think like the parks academy pod snacks would be really good i like pod snacks yeah i think the snacks academy is too obvious so i'm probably going to change out our graphic for this one snacks academy pod snacks pod snacks kind of sounds like pod snacks like it would be in star wars you know what i'm saying yeah kind of pod pods yeah yeah like it sounds like a star wars now that's now that's pod snacking See, there you go. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. Snacks Academy. Yeah. I, yeah. Snacks Academy is just a little bit too too much. Yeah. I, I like both of them. We'll so, see which way the wind blows. We've also sort of talked about how um, we need to live up to our name because we have the word Academy in our name. And one of the things that I hope differenti differentiates us from other shows about Disney is we don't like it would be really, really easy for us just to talk about the Maleficent dragon catching on fire. You know, right? Or like news, but we don't really do that. We want to try to bring in val like not that it's not valuable, but we want to try to bring. We're not we're not a news show. Sure, we want to bring in like valuable information. That's, right. That's not something that you would hear, you know, on any <clears throat> Disney like news source. Right, and so, there are plenty of really great Disney news sources out oh, yeah, there. Don't get so me we wrong. don't. That's just not our lane. Right. You know? We don't need to take over that space or just you know like add more to that because there's so many yeah. great Disney news sources out there. Like if you're listening to this show, it's probably because you love Disney yeah. and Disney parks and you probably have a different podcast or a different account that you follow mm -hmm. that gives you a lot of Disney news. We sometimes bring up Disney news if it's relevant sometimes. to what we're excited about mm -hmm. or, um, but what we're going to really dive into with this mini series is the history of some of these popular Disney snacks. This is going to be fun. I where think. they came from. Their origins in mm -hmm. general, their origins in the Disney parks, mm -hmm. and then some sort of like information about where to find them in the Disney parks yeah. and the differences between yep. Disneyland and Disney World. I so love it. We've got a lot of great stuff for you today. What are you excited about this week? Oh, goodness gracious. Did you not come prepared? Because I have one like right off the dome. I came so prepared for the pod snacks that I did not even consider what I'm excited about this week. Uh, the Warriors beat the Kings in the NBA playoffs first round. We need a little... Steph put up 50 points. We need a little, like, ESPN, like, um, jingle before yeah. we share Curry, sports news. Um, Curry put up 50 points, um, most ever in any game seven. Uh, big deal. So, huge game. On to the Lakers. The Orioles are playing really well? Yes, they are. Is that what I'm excited about? That's is what it? I'm excited yeah, about. That's, that's fair. They had a fantastic month of April. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah, they, they did. They're really still well. rolling. 
Um, I'm actually looking at an Adley Rutschman picture, like literally within a foot away from me that your dad gave me. Bless. For my birthday. And I think it's great. It is so great. I need to find a place to put it. I know. But it's awesome. So, so many sports. All right. You want to just dive right into it? Let's dive on in. All right. Here we go. So today we are going to start with churros, one of the most beloved snacks that when you think of churros, you probably think of Disneyland or Walt Disney World. And so I'm going to give a little bit of history and background about churros in general. I'm going to talk about the history of how it started in Disneyland. Um, And then I also have some fun questions for Steven about churros and some fun snacks trivia questions when we get here to the end. I'm into it. So kind of throughout this process, it's going to be educational, hopefully for you guys, but also it'll be a good chance for kind of Steven to hear this for the first time. So I'm educating him live on the pod Mm -hmm. and he'll be able to kind of add in some thoughts or commentary or, wow, I didn't know that. Wow. All right. So let's start with the history of churros. Stephen, if you had to guess, where do you think churros originated? I'm going to say San Francisco right next to the fortune cookie plant, which is where fortune cookies actually originated. It was in San Francisco. For real? Yeah. You, you, knew, you knew that. Like the history of fortune cookies? Yeah, they were created in San Francisco. They started in the United States of America? That is exactly correct. Yes. I never in a million years <clears throat> would have known that. Well, uh, I'm pretty sure we watch Amazing Race together every year. We do. And they talked about it on there. And I've been there before, actually. You know how many things I remember from TV and movies? Uh, like zero. And do you know how many things you remember from TV and movies? So, yeah, that's my guess. All I would of say them. I would say San Francisco right next to the, where um, fortune cookies were invented. All right. Let's see how wrong Stephen was okay. here. Because there's not really one correct answer for this. And you'll see in just mm-hmm. a second. So for those of you who don't know, obviously, a we got to start with what a churro is. So a churro is a fried dough made with shoe pastry. Uh-huh. If you've watched the Great British Baking Show, then you will know what shoe pastry is. Piped into usually a line or sometimes into a circle. Uh-huh. And it usually has a star shape with the piping bag. So that's why it has the shape that it has. It's made with water, butter, salt, and cinnamon, as well as flour, eggs, sugar, and vegetable oil. And we know that this is Disney's recipe because they actually released their recipe to the public in 2020. Mm -hmm. Thank you, COVID, when everyone was trapped at home and wanted to make Disney snacks. I know you're going to get to this, but I'm going to just jump in for a second. Then why do Disney World and Disneyland's churros taste different? As a matter of fact, I will get to It's like New York water is my guess, but keep going. You'll see in, in just a little while. So, the origins of churros, this is a hotly debated question from many food people. Foodies. Yeah, I don't know what to call them. Food food, blo- food, food bloggers. Food people. Foodstagram. People that enjoy food, which is uh. most people. Um, it was thought to have originated in Spanish and Portuguese cuisine. Mm-hmm. There are other theories that point to origins in China, but... Um, there's the most interesting theory is that it dates back to the first century in both Roman and ancient Greek culture. Jeez. 
But it wasn't called a churro, obviously. Were they deep frying stuff back then? It probably wasn't called deep frying, and they were probably doing this differently. But they could have boiled a pot of oil, right? Which is deep frying, yeah. And dropped in Mm -hmm. water and flour and sugar. Like, none of these are current ingredients. It's all ingredients that have been around forever. (laughs) Right. And so they referred to these as a flour and water fritter way back in ancient Roman and ancient Greek times. Interesting. But it seems, it appears that based on what was passed down was the same ingredients, same process. Uh So could the churros be super, super old? First century AD? Disney's oldest snack. Dang. Dang. This is why we're starting with churros. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. But that's sort of the origins of churros in general. Okay. Now, when we're talking the history of Disney churros, we're going to jump to the summer of 1985. Videopolis. Are you familiar with Videopolis? Mm. If you're not, no. I have some information about I'm it. I'm not. Don't you worry. Yeah, I'm sure. This is like your Paige is an educator. So this is, <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm in class and maybe I made a mistake telling her yesterday on her way back from New York to research everything she could about churros. Yes. But I'm into it. So keep going. I went down a <laughs> rabbit hole, let me tell you. Yeah. So Videopolis is set to open as a teen hangout area in Fantasyland. This yes, I, did, I heard this on Defunct Land. Okay, yes. yes I know about this. I know so this. a gentleman named Jim Lowman, Lowman, I'm not sure. I didn't hear his name. I read it. I wasn't, so, I wasn't there when he was born. Um, he was in charge of food and beverage in Disney, overseeing the Fantasyland area. And so he was helping to come up with ideas for Videopolis. While he was in charge of this project, he went to the Long Beach Grand Prix and saw a churro booth. Now, the interesting thing about this is he ended up finding a box, like a used box, that oh. had... The it was empty. Okay, it had the title of the snack company uh-huh. where the churros came from. It was called J and J Snack Foods out of New Jersey, and so he contacted the company because he was like, "These churros are a great walking snack for people. Sure. This would be perfect for Videopolis." Mm-hmm. He contacts the company J and J Snack Foods and asks, "Do you want to work with Disneyland?" And they're like, "Duh, of course. Right, of course. Why would we not want to?" So they agree. However, the churros that were sold at the churro booth at the Grand Prix were just small, like, six-inch churros. So then... That's like one bite. What he said was that's, like, the equivalent of eating, like, two pieces of popcorn. Yeah, that's literally literally one bite. Obviously, he was being a little um, exaggerated there, but a six-inch churro is nothing compared to the 12-inch churro that you now see in the Disney parks. So he said... Hey, let's double the size of these churros. I want it to be a worthwhile snack for these teens. So he tests the churros in Disneyland um, in a cart near the Mark Twain Riverboat drop-off area. Because he's Mm -hmm. like, that's a high traffic area um, over in. And so people, the day that they brought the cart out, people were lined up for them. Right Now, they didn't advertise these ahead of time. People didn't know they were coming. People might not have even knew what they were. Mm -hmm. But they were following the cart through and following the park. The scent, you know, like I guess they smelled Duck the cinnamon the sugar, scent and apple pie, and like floating to the yes. window, right? Yeah. So, just like that. Legend goes that they sold out in the first day, and these things were going to be a hit. So that was his test before Videopolis opened. Then, when they opened Videopolis mm-hmm. later that summer, um, there were two churro stands inside, 
And now, as you know, there are churro carts all over Disneyland. Yeah, everywhere. Um, so previously, when all of these churro carts popped up all over Disneyland, the churros were warmed with propane tanks. There were like six propane tanks that they would need uh-huh. to just heat these things up. Yeah. But that was super costly because mm-hmm. the propane would run out. I right. mean, think about if you had to run your grill all day long mm-hmm. with six propane tanks constantly yeah, pumping up. out food. I mean, 1985, I don't know what they cost for inflation. Well, I don't know either. But also, propane can explode. So True. that's a little bit dangerous to have. Just like Maleficent's dragon and yes. Phantasmic. Look you know? at that. Yeah, so you have all circle. of these um, issues with the cost and the dangers of having the propane tanks. So they switched those over to electric. They would heat up the churros in just a few minutes and then roll them in cinnamon and sugar. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they're so fresh from yes. most carts is because they're heating them up and then they're rolling them right there on the right, spot. Right. right? Um, a little bit of Videopolis information mm-hmm. for what those of you who name, don't know. What a terrible name, by the way. For... Okay, he- but here's why. Because MTV in the 80s? It was appealing to the mtv generation right i'm on it yeah so it was a designed to be a dance club for teens where they were playing music videos yeah. no i, I remember the reason that they did this was one they were playing to the mtv generation mm-hmm. because music videos were huge yep. and the teenage audience is what disney really struggled with yeah. at this time so they had the families there was no problem bringing parents and their kids to the parks mm. but the teenagers there was not a lot for them that right. they saw were for them because right. if you think about it now we have so many thrill rides at disney mm-hmm. you would never think teens don't have anything to do there yeah well and i mean give a teen an iphone and or a and, camera and they'll, and they'll just be an influencer they'll be fine yeah. right exactly so there's so much now that it's not a big deal yeah. now videopolis also brought in um Several like top 40 artists doing live concerts there that they would then play on Disney Channel or play for different things. So two notable names that I saw on the list were Janet Jackson and mm-hmm. New Kids on the Block, which cool. there were also some other ones like Tiffany or other big 80 art, 80s artists. But those were two that I was like, yeah, they they yeah. really had really big names. Yeah. Um, Videopolis actually closed in 1989. After there were several um, really prominent gang-related incidents oh, snap. in Videopolis. Yep. Okay. So then they just changed it to a stage for theater purposes. Yeah. And then they revived it in 2020 for mm-hmm. that 80s After Hours event that they did. Yep. So when they were trying to do all of the um, 80s decor and mm-hmm. 80s throwback looks and the Minnie and Mickey in all their 80s yeah. attire... They redid it as Videopolis so people could really experience what that would have been like in the 80s, which I thought is a really cool thing to bring that back. So if you've been to Disneyland um, or you've been in the last 30 years, you would know this now as the Fantasyland Mm -hmm. Theater. Yes. So there's been several things that have been in there. There was a Pocahontas show Mm -hmm. in there. They did the Beauty and the Beast live on stage. Tinkerbell occupied it for a while. I don't. I don't remember seeing that one, but I know there were a lot of stage shows yeah. that they had used in there. Mm-hmm. So that is um, the history of Videopolis okay. a little bit as to where the churros originated in Disneyland. Okay. Now I want to talk a little bit about um, where, how far we've come from that opening yeah. churros in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So Hit me. 
Obviously, they started. There was one churro flavor with cinnamon and sugar. As God intended, frankly. 12-inch churros, standard Mm -hmm. everywhere. You have the churro carts everywhere. Then they kind of messed around with dipping sauces a little bit, chocolate or caramel. And those came and went. And now you can still find them Mm -hmm. at most places. But now, in the year of our good Lord, 2023, Mm -hmm. we've got seasonal churros. Boo. Holiday churros, Boo. special event churros, Boo. and the original churros Yay. that you can find in most places. <laughs> right. We've got a variety of flavors of the mm-hmm. actual churros, different dipping sauces, Boo. different decorations. Boo. It's just gone craziness. They have uh, May the 4th is going to be in three days, and uh, they have the lightsaber churros. That... You better believe <clears throat> I wrote about the lightsaber I know, churros. I know. I talked about them last year on May the 4th on my single singles person those are really cute i talked about it on on may the fourth singles episode your singles episode that was for all you star wars lovers out there it was terrible that was like early early podcast days and i was like i gotta talk about may the fourth and i just talked about i just basically read an article it was great those were the days though you know i was at work you were just doing your thing good times Mm -hmm. um yeah, so we've so, got all kinds of different churros, different sort of flavors dipping sauces decorations yada yada so dipping sauces like I said, chocolate, caramel. Um, the chocolate marshmallow dipping sauce is also a very popular one that mm-hmm. comes and goes. There's, you know, ones that go with some of the seasonal options. Like there mm-hmm. was a confetti one. There was a mint chip one. Uh, how do you feel about that? Like decorative churros? I don't want anything to do with it. It I depends. Just want plain, it depends on the churro. Yeah. And I will ask you some targeted churro mm-hmm. questions. Okay. To hear your your. True facts of true. Is one of your questions going to be how many churros have I bought at one time? No, but the answer to that would be six. But what is the answer? Six, six churros. Mm-hmm. The regular original churros, you had yeah, six I of them? Yeah, I was in Disney and I bought six of them. For yourself, not to share. I was 19. When your metabolism was that of a 19 year old yeah. boy. Mm-hmm. Well done. Six. I just like okay, walked around with them and just nom, 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 nom. Well done, my friend. Yeah. My very first churro, I'm fairly certain, was in Disneyland mm-hmm. in 2016. I, I had I had to buy you one because that was you like did. my whole thing. You you literally, I think that was the first churro I've yeah. ever had. Amazing, so good. Isn't that I usually crazy? like to get them in New Orleans Square. I don't know why. That's just kind of where you're it feels answering best. all my questions. Okay, 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 okay. You're jumping ahead. You're go jumping ahead. ahead. Okay, Sorry. I have a little bit more about current churros just to give the people the information. So we talked about dipping sauces. Some of the flavors that you can currently find, these are, this is changing all the time, guys. So, you know, my information could be from a churro that ended last week. But most recently, some of the flavors that they've had were berry cheesecake, um, sweet and sour, ew. What? A caliente, also ew. Yeah. Piramisu. Think of a flavor. Pass. They probably have tried it. And then some of the designs currently that we've seen in like the last month or two, um, the Disney 100 has a special churro and that one is topped with cherry sugar, white icing and those little silver and purple like edible pearls. Um, So it really is Disney 100 looking. And then Women's History Month, there was one that they had. Those were sort of like the churros that lay in the little paper container. Mm-hmm. And then the Star Wars lightsaber ones as well, which is the red and the blue. Yeah. And there's the two that they've made them look like lightsabers. They always are advertised like crisscrossed, like it's in some sort of lightsaber battle. Duel. Yeah. What is it yeah. when it's lightsaber? A lightsaber duel or battle. Duel. 
whatever. It's is the, Duel wants battles? No, because you can say because um here we go. Because Duel of the Fates is um one of the songs um on uh, oh my gosh if I get this wrong I want to say Duel of the Fates is uh, episode three of Mustafar. Do you know where my lightsaber knowledge comes from? Me. It actually comes from Ned from Seventeen again. Perfect. So you're talking about all of these like different toppings and stuff, and there's this book by Peter Walsh called It's All Too Much, and that's how I feel about all the toppings. It's just, it's all too much. There are a whole live, lot of How toppings. to live a richer life with less. True edition. There you go. You know? You write I a use, book. It's so gross. There's a lot. There's a lot that churros have become. The only type of churro that is cute that I like is when I'm at a, a restaurant, like a Mexican restaurant specifically, mm, and they bring it dessert. out. And it's kind of like sitting in ice cream or there's, there's, there's like whipped cream on top. Right. But I, I just don't want to get cute with my churros when I'm in Disney, you know? Right. Just a standard original churro. I'm going to end up eating it on a trash can yep. and getting like chocolate everywhere. I just, that yeah, I get stinks. It. I get it. This episode is brought to you by Deep Cut. DeepCut are makers and purveyors of handcrafted, extremely high-quality record storage and displays, shelving, slip mats, coasters, and so much more. We love these guys. They're based out of Minnesota, and they've been sponsoring the show for some time now, but we've actually had DeepCut in our home for years. One of the first things that we got from them were actually our uh, flip record display shelves and their floating U-shelves that we just absolutely love. Uh, their U-shelves are beautiful. We have the walnut, uh, the walnut ones that are actually in our bedroom and hold some plants, some photo frames, uh, some books, things like that. And also we have their flip record display shelves in our sitting room uh, where our record player is and we have all of our favorite albums um, easily accessible and, and ready to see at any given time. Um, I, I can't really say enough about how much we, we really love Deep Cut. Um, they're such a great company. Their philosophy is quality and handcraftsmanship and handcrafted products first and uh, it's, it's just one of those places where when you when you get an item when you get um uh when you when you get your package when you get your stuff from deep cut you, you can just tell immediately when you pull it out like you can smell um you can smell the wood you can feel like the quality of it as you are um as you're kind of uh, pulling everything out and taking a look at your new products it's it's unbelievable and frankly it's it's unrivaled um, we have, as the Parks Academy, a very special promo code. You can use the code TPA10 at checkout, and you will get 10% off your first order at Deep Cut. Listen, guys, I, I, I really got to tell you, um, you can go ahead and apply this to anything um, from their brand new tabletop uh, record stand, which I highly recommend. Uh, their wall cubes, like I said, their, uh, their flip record display shelves, their amazing turntable coasters. And um, also, I love, I, I, I keep saying this, but I love their uh, floating new shelves. I'm such an advocate and, a, uh, and, and someone who um, just loves these products and will, will, will tell it to everyone. I'm not saying this because they sponsor the show. I mean this. Um, we actually got their coasters not that long ago. And one of my favorite things about it is uh, that there's a detail in the middle of the record that says, listen to music the hard way. Um, again, I just, you know, their, their passion for quality and aesthetics and, 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 Bringing forward a really great product is is undeniable. So, again, if you go to their website and you type in TPA10, you are going to get 10% off your first order. Thank you again so much to Deep Cut for sponsoring the show and being a part of the Parks Academy. And now, back to the show. Yeah. So my last few things about churros here. The difference between Disneyland and Walt Disney World, mm -hmm. you're all dying to know. Yeah, I want to know, actually. 
they do taste different. This has been confirmed by multiple sources. I'm not making this up. No, this is a real thing. I mean, like people I, actually yeah. say they taste different. And Disneyland is far better. So one of the differences in Walt Disney World also, other than the taste, is that they're not as readily available because you don't have just churro carts every which spot. Mm-hmm. When you go to certain parks, there are like certain places you know to go for churros. Mm-hmm. So Disney Springs usually has a decent amount of churro options. Mm-hmm. Some of the restaurants, the notable restaurants yeah. in the parks have churros. Um, one really interesting thing that I found is that a lot of people's complaints about the Walt Disney World churros were that they tasted stale. Yeah. And I, cold. They, I was literally actually going to say that my, um, my complaint about churros in, in Disneyland, Disney World is that they, they are soft. So here's. You want like a little bit of a crunch to them. Yes. You know? Here's what people want. They want the crunch on the outside mm-hmm. and the gooey on the inside. Yeah. But not so gooey that it's raw. No, it's like um, gooey it's very, that very it's soft. Fresh. It's like biting into a Krispy Kreme donut. Correct. So, so here's what I found. Okay. They're not fresh. What did Bob Chapek do this time? They're not fresh. So you know how in the carts yeah. in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. They like make them right they're there. They're constantly pumping them out because they have all these carts around there. Yeah. They're rolling the churros right there, hmm. heating them up, rolling them in the cinnamon sugar, handing them to you. Mm-hmm. Are the ones in Walt Disney World all pre-made and then just like kept in a warmer? That sucks. And served to you? That stinks. That is sort of both a question and a statement because yeah. that's what I found. So you're telling me that they just, that's gross actually. So they just like make them all in the morning and keep them in a warmer like I'm going to a concession stand at a baseball game? I don't know. Or they have them shipped in and they're frozen. I don't know. Which would also be kind of gross. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, that stinks. Um, when we were in college, one of the, my few delights when we went to football games, go teams, was that uh, they had funnel cake stands. You could watch them like squirt the funnel cake into the hot batter yes. and bring them out and they were just scorching hot. And that's what I want in a fattening treat, you know? Like, And even, even the jankiest affairs get it right. I know. So. I know. That's not an excuse for a multi-billion dollar company. Yep. So here is a fun fact for you, Disney World folks. That was not a complaint, by the way. I know it wasn't. It was just more of a fact. <laughs> it's a general rule of thumb that people yeah. say the Disneyland ones are better. Right. So here's a little secret. Here's a little bit of inside mm-hmm. baseball. Yeah. If you want fresh, hot and ready churros mm-hmm. yep. in Walt Disney World, you need to go to Disney's Animal Kingdom mm-hmm. and have yourself a seat at the Nomad Lounge. Okay. Those are said to be the only fresh churros in Walt Disney World. Yeah, I just, I, that makes sense. Um, I just don't want to have to have a task. And that sounds like a whole task. You got to get reservations. We always gotta, go to the Nomad Lounge. I understand that. But if you want a good churro, you should just be able to walk up to it. Like how if I want a Dole Whip, spoilers for, for the future, um, I just want to go get one. You know, I don't want to have to like. Oh, I get it. Make a reservation. I just want it to be readily available. I totally I'll get it. in line. I just don't want to. I'm just trying to save the people from stale churros. That stinks, honestly. So if you are a Disneyland person or you've never been to Disneyland and had their really great churros and you're in Walt Disney World or you go there and you would like a fresh churro to know what real Disney churros should be, go to the Nomad Lounge. Also, little fun fact here, for all our gluten-free people. Nomad Lounge actually does serve gluten-free churros as well. Okay. They may be the only gluten-free churros in Walt Disney World. 
question mark, question mark. Not, yeah, that's not nice, positive about that, but I'm pretty certain in the research mm-hmm. that I did, which was a lot, yeah. that that's like a staple. We had a five-hour car ride and you were pretty much in yes. on it the whole time. Well, when I'm given a task, mm-hmm. I'm all in, dude. And you're better. This is a compliment. If I told you, like, I would like to do this at some point, but if I told you, like, design a ride and a new gate and everything, you'd have to really think about it. But if uh-huh. I tell you to do research, like, you'll have a bibliography and everything I ready will, to go. With my citations mm-hmm. included. Exactly. Which I will make sure that I shout out my information sources. Yeah, we can put them in the, the show end. notes for sure. Yep. Okay. Because yep. I have those as well. Can't, can't be stealing people's info. So those are my tips and the history of churros and the history of churros in Disneyland. Okay. What I could not find any definitive information, no matter how I worded it or searched it, was when specifically churros made their way to Walt Disney World. So what I'm assuming is since Disneyland debuted them in 1985, Mm -hmm. since Disney World was already open... I would assume that once they saw them take off, they just started serving them. Right. That it was just some other time in 85 or 86. Mm -hmm. But there's no, I cannot find in any history of Churro's article, in any blog post, in any Walt Disney World source, Mm -hmm. like a debut for Walt Disney World Churros. It seems like it just was synonymous with Disneyland Churros. Yeah, that could be. I mean, that, yeah, that could be. And if you're curious about how much a churro would run you, because I know that people like to complain about how expensive Disney is, these suckers are usually around six to seven dollars a piece. Some can be a little cheaper. The ones at Nomad Lounge, I believe, can be upwards of nine dollars because these are not. Well, here's the thing. The ones at Nomad Lounge are not like one 12 inch churro. Yeah. It's like a basket of churros with a variety of dipping sauces see i'm into that if i'm sitting down and having an experience give me all the sauces right you know chocolate raspberry stuff yes so it's like a little variety of sauces and then Mm -hmm. a little basket with a couple of the smaller churros in it so nine dollars i mean we haven't had those before nomad have we we've not but now we know the secret now we know okay cool now you all know the secret too so let's let's talk a little bit about our favorite and least favorite churro things so like i said I think my first Disney churro was legitimately at the Cozy Cone Motel mm-hmm. in Disneyland in yep. 2016. I remember that very well. And I was eating a Ghirardelli ice cream. Yes, you were. Mm-hmm. So, Stephen, yes. what is your favorite place to get churros, even though you already answered this? Um, yeah. So the most memorable one for me has to be um, near New Orleans Square in uh, Disneyland, right across um, from you know the waterfront. Um, there's usually one there kind of. In between Pirates and Haunted Mansion. And uh, that's where I like to get them. That's also where I spent like six, uh, $30 on churros. Yep. They were not, they were only like less than $5 when I bought these. Because that was like like over a decade ago now. Yep. And five was pretty standard there for a while for for churros. Um, I have two places that I would say I like to get churros from. And I'm talking Disneyland specifically Mm -hmm. because... Again, Walt Disney World, it doesn't stick out in my head. I don't right. ever remember getting churros when I was growing up in Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. But when we started going to Disneyland after we got married, mm-hmm. that was sort of just like every time we would get churros. Yeah, it was your churro so, awakening. Yes. So the Cozy Cone Motel, yep. um, just at, because of the, that was where I remember having one for the first time. And it was and at I, night when you got it, right? Yes. And it? I love Cars Land. Yeah, so good. I love spending time in Cars Land. So there's just something about, it could have been any. 
Disney treat, ice cream, Mickey bar, mm-hmm. pretzel, whatever it is. There's just something that like clicked in me as a core memory yeah. about having my first churro in Carsland. Uh-huh. The other place that I I just like the location and I think the theming is really cute is mm-hmm. Senor Buzz Churros yes. on Pixar Pier. Yes, yes, yes. I just yes, think yes. it's a cute little. Mm-hmm. I I think it's a really funny, yeah. cute little stand. Mm-hmm. Um, now at Senor Buzz Churros, mm-hmm. they serve the caliente the spicy churro. Bowls. Yeah. Ew. I've seen those. I was uh, I ate at Angry Dogs when we were there. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and I saw the the caliente uh, uh, churros, and I just could not do it. That just sounds really gross there, to me. There's this thing for me where I like, um, I, yeah, so much of my whole life is built on just terrible nostalgia, and so doing something in a different space just feels wrong to me. So I can't really even parse. I guess I could get a churro in like Fantasyland or Main Street USA or something or right sure. in like the Rotunda area. Yep. But I don't see myself ever getting one outside of there. Yeah, I... It's strange. It's strange, but I just... it's. I can see that. You know, I'm just as God made that. me, sir. There you go. There you, you go. Know? Right, next question. Okay. What... And you might have to look these up. Oh, my gosh. Let me get okay. my typing fingers ready. What... Flavor churro would you most like to try that you have not had? So while you're thinking and looking, I will say the one that I would most like to try because this is one of my favorite snacks slash dessert foods of all times is the s'mores churro. It is covered in crushed graham cracker. It's served with that marshmallow and chocolate dipping sauce. Yeah. Um, that just sounds really delightful. Not too overwhelming, not too different from like a traditional s'more. Um, and so there's nothing fancy or crazy. It's just like basically cinnamon sugar, uh, dough with chocolate marshmallow and graham cracker. So I think that sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the berries and. The Star Wars ones? I guess. I guess. What flavors are they? Well, I see on a very reliable source, Disney Food Blog, um, they they just have one that looks like it. It's red and blue, and it says berries and cream, but that doesn't really tickle my fancy, I don't think. Um, all of them look gross. They have a green apple churro that looks not good. Um, blueberry, I don't want a blue mouth in Disney. No, thank you. P.U. Um, I don't know. It's really hard. I don't I don't know. Um I guess I would try the lightsaber ones, I guess. I don't know what flavor so, they are, though. So, as of last year, is here. The lightsaber churros. Um, it looks like uh they were served with chocolate sauce. Let's see. I know loud. I can't um, I don't see any, you know. So you just get to choose between red or blue. Is yeah. it just like sprinkles, maybe? I don't, and maybe. And they're just served with, oh, here we go. What do they taste like? Yeah. So much Pretty of much internet... exactly like regular churros. Okay, so I do a lightsaber one because it's a different theme, but it tastes the same. Which right, is so it's too. probably just sprinkles of either red or blue, and then yeah. it comes with chocolate sauce. Um, You know. Which so... one would you pick, red or blue? Red. Or, sorry, blue. Sorry, blue. Blue wow. always. Always blue. Oh, okay. Um. So much of the internet is just like clickbait, you know? You know it. I clicked on an article to see, and it took me forever. Like, you can command F it and find it. Um, 
you know, tech tech tip. If you pick command or control F on your computer, you can search an article and find whatever word you want. Uh, but still, I can't. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, I guess I do the lightsaber one. I do blue because um, even though, yeah, I'm, I just I resonate with the Jedi so much, you know. There you go. All right. Next question. What flavor sounds absolutely horribly disgusting to you? That green apple one I mentioned just a minute ago. That one sounds the worst of all of them. Well, I think um, there was one on this list that I'm looking at, this listicle uh, here. And there was one that was, it was like a, um, you know, the mango one looks kind of, kind of, raunchy to me okay are you ready for this with chili lime sugar and my stuff? flavor that sounds the most terrible is at willie's churros you can get a mango churro that's which is coated said. i know that's why yeah. i'm reading it yeah yeah which is coated in a chili lime sugar and topped with tamarind chamoy and a mango sauce mm-hmm. and also chunks of mango on top i know that some folks love that kind of thing ew there's a reason that like certain things like that are really popular but ew I just, again, it's like you're... Part of it for me is the look of that churro looks like actual barf. It kind of does. It looks look like, like barf chunks with hot sauce we sprinkled lost on our, it. We lost power in our house last night, and it scared the living <laughs> dickens out of our dog. And um, she was, like, scratching under our bed at 2 in the morning, and then she threw up everywhere, and it looks like that. It does look like that. If you, you sprinkled hot sauce on our dog's puke, it would look like that mango churro. why our dog is so afraid of scary things like that like power going out or storms and stuff well the main reason being when we were driving on a road trip we went through (laughs) anaheim and stayed right across from disneyland and we thought oh how fun would it be to go watch the fireworks show from out front of our hotel we brought our dog with we brought our dog and she was so traumatized by the experience of the disneyland fireworks that she ripped a hole in my shirt we have i'm gonna post a picture of it in our show notes because bless her heart she was so scared her eyes were bugging out of her head and we didn't mean to scare her no it was stupid on our end it was like we were you know we're dumb millennials and we thought our dog was our kid and we were just like oh she would love fireworks and we forgot that she's a dog we also didn't want to leave her in our room while we went to see fireworks so that was part of the thing is we were like lesser of two evils do we want her Mm -hmm. to destroy our hotel room or do we want to just bring her down and hope they're not too loud Hmm. well bless her heart we have a little thunder jacket that we can put her in when she gets nervous and it kind of tightens up around her and keeps her feeling secure so So yes mango churros look like dog barf with hot sauce on them yeah, those ones look kind of gross. I mean, I, I would stomach, you know, I, I just don't know. I just, I don't you know, you know me. I just like simple. I know. I know. All right. So are you ready for the Pod Snacks trivia? Is this like um, a quiz where, you know what? Hang on. I, Disney Springs has a Fruity Pebbles one. Hard pass. Ew. Okay. Um, I have three multiple choice questions for you. All right, go you. for it. Yeah, okay. Just, is it going to be like what I heard already or is this new information? I'm pretty certain you would not know these things off the top of your head. Okay. Well, these are not a, this is not a pop quiz from my lesson today. Okay. If good. that's we'll what you're out. asking that's for. That's what I was asking. Okay. No. These are three Disney snacks slash food based trivia questions that have multiple choice because they would not be things you'd be able to just guesstimate. Okay. Okay. Um, Play along at home. Let us know what you got. Yes. See how you did out of three. Yeah. All right. There we go. Here's literally the worst thing. Okay, I have to remember what the correct answers are because I forgot to write which ones are correct. Nailed it. Okay, wait. No, I know. I remember. I remember. Okay, number one. How many pounds of turkey legs are sold at Disney every year? 
500,000 pounds, 750,000 pounds, 1 million pounds, or 2 million pounds turkey legs? of turkey legs. I thought we weren't doing our turkey leg episode for Tully This Earth. is pod snacks trivia. trivia. Okay. Um, 500, a million, or 2 million? 500,000, 750,000, oh. 1 million, or 2 million. I'm going to say uh, 750. Incorrect. Is it 2 million? It is 2 million pounds of turkey legs. Ew. Who is buying 2 million pounds um, of turkey legs? Just in case Pete is listening to our show, I do not endorse that at all. Ew. That actually, when I think about 2 million pounds worth of blessed turkey legs, that actually stinks. I don't want to make anyone sad or mad. Like, I'm not a vegetarian, um, but that actually makes me a little bit sad to think about. Also, you know? turkey legs are kind of gross. I don't even know if they're real turkey. Like, when they're when it's hot outside? Oh, my gosh. Ew. I had a friend who went on Incredicoaster twice and then got a turkey leg. And, uh, Ew. Who decided at, that? At this time, though, it was a California scream, and he went on twice and then got a turkey leg, and he was like, he was laying down on the ground. Um on uh, at the time just the regular old pier and uh, he he could hardly move. That's disgusting. Yeah. Weird order to do that in, huh? It is weird. All right, what's the, yes. the trivia? All right, next one. Golly. How many hamburgers do Disney guests consume every year? Every year. 5 million, 7 million, 10 million or 12 million? Let's do 12 million. Guests Final consume answer. 10 million hamburgers each year. That's so many hamburgers. And 6 million hot dogs. Oh my gosh. And 9 million pounds of french fries. Wow. That's a, I mean, but if you divide that out, like, it's not that big. Well, because there are a ton of people. I know. All right, last question. Okay, are last you ready? One. Here we go. I have, are, I'm, I'm over two. You're so over two. Come on, you can, can get one this. right. Disney World guests eat so much popcorn each year that it could fill which attraction? Tower of Terror, Space Mountain, Soren, or Hall of Presidents? I'm going to say Space Mountain because that's the biggest one. That's my answer. Incorrect. How's the Hall of Presidents? It was Tower of Terror. Okay. Which, if you think about how tall it is, it's actually pretty big. It is big, but um, it's narrowish, right? And yep. also, are we like filling up elevators? I and think are we filling we're up filling all the, rooms? the entire or is it just, building, or is it just like no floors, just the entire like? I think it's just the whole building. You know? Okay. Well, I mean, sure. I didn't write the fun fact online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But well, oh for three on trivia, I stink. That's okay. Um. We will have trivia each episode of our mini series, so you will get a chance to redeem yourself. Okay, great. So that is my history of churros lesson. Wow. wow. I hope you learned something or a lot of things. I learned. I did learn a lot of things. That was good. About the origins of churros, mm -hmm. and you can decide which theory you'd like to believe. Is it from China? Is it from Spain or Portugal? Is it from ancient Rome or ancient Greece? The world may never know. Yeah, I mean... If they find out, it should definitely be a marquee feature on Spaceship Earth. It should be. You know? It should be. Right along with, like, painting of the Sistine Chapel. Yes. And churros or were 16th, invented here. Or 16th Chapel, as Justin Bieber would say on Letterman. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so, yes, that's all Zoom. I have for you. 
We will include um, some of the sources of my information from the history because there's a lot of really great people that have written articles yeah, about the do. history. We'll and I want to make sure that we give fireworks. credit where credit is due. Mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome. Well, that was fun. Thank you so much for doing that. And uh, that is going to wrap it up for us, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We are really, really excited to uh, be jumping onto this new uh, this new segment here about about Disney snacks and the history of them. And um, I think Paige is going to just go crazy doing the rest of these. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, Deep Cut, um, for supporting the show. Uh, you guys can get ten percent off your first first order with Deep Cut using the code TPA10 at checkout. Um, of course, you can find us online at theparksacademypod.com. We are at the Parks Academy on Instagram. You can find us on uh, TikTok, although we don't really do much on there anymore because I don't really use that. Uh, and if you'd like to support the show, find us on Patreon where you can get access to early um, or early access to shows rather and um, and follow along with us there. Um, and as always, thank you again, you guys, so much for listening. Um, you know, if, if you would be uh, willing to provide us with a, a kind review or some nice thoughts on uh, Apple Podcasts, we would greatly appreciate that. And of course, we'll read it on the show, share it with you all. Thank you again so much for listening. Uh, we really can't say enough how much your support means to us. Um, and then just kind of seeing all our subscribers uh, week after week increase. And uh, it's, it's just a, it's a huge, uh, um, it, it's really nice. It's, it's a huge blessing to see that. And we are, are, are very, very appreciative of all of our listeners and, and, and fans out there. Um, we will uh, talk next week about whatever other snack page wants to get into. And until then, we will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.